to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your crazy host, as always, Arsenio. And man, today is another good one. I told you guys that I would be doing a lot more TOEFL ITP reading. You guys, I don't know. I don't really have a set schedule just yet because obviously I have a lot of free time. I'm developing a lot of things. I'm scheduling deep time out so I can create my course for you guys, which should be available. The grammar one coming up very soon. I'll be doing a pre-launch to that. But a lot of you have wanted TOEFL ITP. So here we are again with another reading. I know the grammar segments. I'm going to be doing a lot of that coming up soon. Again, if you guys want the course or if you want online coaching or if you want something specific, those services are available too. So if you need something quickly, again, you'll have to contact me, get on a consultation call to see how I can be of service and then we could go from there. But nonetheless, today's not about that or this. It's about actually this. That doesn't make any sense. Today is about you and the Federal Goddamn Express. That's what we're going to be going over today. Today's a four-paragraph setup. This is normally what you will find on, obviously, the TOEFL uh, intermediate. Yeah, kind of like that, sort of. I'm going to be putting all the real good stuff on my course, so you guys stay tuned for that. But nonetheless, here we go. It says here, all right, Number one, the most appropriate title for this passage. Honestly, you're probably not even going to get that, okay, on the test in present day. So if you guys want the answers, of course, it's on the other page. It's on page number two. After you pass the YouTube video and other things down below, okay? So nonetheless, you guys get answered that. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions, I'll be here. So nonetheless, let's go into number two. The word developed in line three could best be replaced by, so what we have, we have a bunch of phrasal verbs. We have come up with, come about, come across, come into. So if you guys understand a couple of these phrasal verbs, it might help you, but if you don't, well, let's see if the sentence could provide you just a little bit of guidance so that you can possibly narrow your answer choices down. So here we go. It says here, the first company of its type Federal Express was founded by the youthful Fred Smith in 1971 when he was only 28 years old, okay? Smith had actually developed the idea for the rapid delivery service in the term paper for an economics class when he was a student at Yale University. So Smith had developed the idea so did this happen by accident? Not necessarily, because again, he developed that specific one in a term paper for his economics class. So it's not like he was, you know, he was dealing with all these chemicals and he came up with Coca-Cola. It wasn't like that. He actually did his research and guess what? This is what happened. So let's go back to it. The word develop. Now, are you going to go with come up with? come about, come across. Now, let's read this one more time. Guys, make sure you understand this. Smith had actually developed. Now, if you look at come across, which is C, that's by chance. Remember, I, I do the TOEFL Idiom podcast if you guys have been following them, okay? And come across is like by chance or by coincidence. So come across is no. Come into, you cannot come into a paper, right? So he developed this in a term paper. So did he come up with this or did he 
come about this? So you have A or B, okay? Write it down. Let's go to the next question. You can check your answers at the end. I'm giving you the whole process of elimination here. Just telling you the answers, it won't make much sense, but understanding the academic versus phrasal verbs means all the difference in the world, people. So let's go into the next one. Number three, what is stated in the passage about Smith's paper? Okay, so here we go. A, it says Smith submitted through a delivery service. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's keep it going. It was written by a student of Smith's. Its grade was mediocre. The professor thought it had great potential. So let's go back up and let's read just a little bit more because this more than likely will be in the first paragraph. So it says here, Smith had actually developed the idea through the, you know, for the rapid, he, for the rapid delivery service. He didn't use the service. So A, get the hell out of here for an economics class when he was a student at Yale University. Now, it says here, the term paper reputedly received a less than stellar grade because of the infeasibility of the project that Smith had outlined. There it is. So what does less than stellar grade mean? This is basically the sentence that we're looking at and the sentence that has the answer to your number three. Okay, so I already took out A because that's like one of the worst answer choices in the face of humanity, okay? It was written by a student of Smith's. No, we're talking about Smith in general. He's the one that broke the goddamn paper. So we got C and D. Its grade was mediocre or the professor thought it had great potential. So less than stellar, less than, okay? Does that mean mediocre or does that mean it has great potential? Process of elimination, think about it, try to combine it, boom, you should get the answer. Now let's go into number four. What was the key idea of Smith's? Now we've already dissected the first paragraph. You can look at the last sentence of the first paragraph, but more than likely this is gonna go into the second. Now it says here, what was the key idea of Smith's? A, that he should focus on passenger service, weird. B, that package delivery should be separated from the passenger service. If that makes any goddamn sense. Let's keep going. C, that packages could be delivered on others' companies' planes. On, I'm sorry, on other companies' planes. And D, that passenger service had to be efficient. There it is. Okay, so I don't know what I just read, but let's keep it going. So here we go. I already found it. It's very easy to find this stuff because it's right there in the first sentence of the paragraph. It says here, Smith achieved efficiency in his model by designing a system, wait, that was separate from the passenger system and could therefore focus on how to deliver packages most efficiently. I'll read the answer choices out for my podcasters again. So what was the key component of, or the key idea of Smith's? Uh, let's see here. Should focus on passenger service. Package delivery should be separate from passenger service. Packages could be delivered by other companies' planes. No, passenger service had to be efficient. I don't think it said that. You could be with A and you could be with B. So what is your answer? Is it A or is it B? Focus on passenger service or package delivery should be separate from passenger service. 
After reading that, you should come up with the answer. Now, let's look at Hub City. Guys, what does Hub mean? Okay, in line 11. Now, let's see if we, if you don't know what it means, I'm not going to sit here and just give you a useless term that you may not be able to, uh, you, that you may not use, perhaps, maybe you would. But let's put it into perspective before I read this out. Singapore's Changi Airport is the hub of Asia. It is the number one airport in, all, in the world and in Asia. It's the hub of transportation because I could go from Singapore to Fiji, Singapore to Australia, Singapore to most parts of Europe, Singapore to most parts of Eastern Africa, uh, Singapore to practically anywhere. So it's a hub. It's a hub. Right? Thailand is the hub of cuisine, I would say, because no one does it better than Thai folks. They could bring Italian food here and amplify it by about 300%. That's how good they are at making food here. So let's look at this here, okay? I'm going to read out the sentence. His strategy was to own his own plane so that he could create his own schedules and to ship all packages through the hub city of Memphis. Okay, comma, definition, a setup that resembles the spokes on the wheel of a bicycle. Let's keep it going. With this combination of his own place and a hub setup, he could get packages anywhere in the United States overnight. Now, I don't know if that's going to be able to help you, but let's, with the example I had already given you, let's see if you could break this down. A, a hub city is a large city with small cities as destinations. It didn't say that. It just said Memphis. It didn't say anything about small cities, correct? <sighs> B, a city that is the final destination of many routes. Now, again, final destination of many routes. Let's keep it going. C, a city where many bicycles routes begin. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. You guys saw me laugh, so obviously take that one out. Or D, a centralized city with destinations emanating from it. So centralized city destinations. So what's your answer? Let's go to number six, man. We're rolling. We're rolling right now, baby. It could be inferred from the passage that Smith selected Memphis as his hub city because it, because it, okay, let's go back up. Now, this could be a little bit difficult, but let's look at the first sentence or a couple of sentences of the second paragraph. What made Smith's idea difficult to institute was the fact that the entire system had to be created before the company could begin operations. He needed a fleet of aircraft to collect packages from airports every night. Well, it doesn't really make sense there, but why did he end up choosing this is what we're looking for. So let's go, let's go a little bit back down. And okay, so Smith selected Memphis as his hub. And I'm gonna read out the answers. Maybe we got some answers in here. Was near the middle of the country, had a large number of passenger aircraft, already had a large package delivery service, or was a favorite passenger airport. So we're gonna have to read this entire paragraph to make sense of this, yeah? So let's keep it going where they were immediately sort out, I'm sorry, sorted out and flown out to their new destinations. He needed a fleet of trucks to deliver packages to and from the various airports. He needed facilities and trained staff all in place to handle the operation. Smith had only 40 million in inheritance from his father and 
he managed to raise an additional $91 million from venture capitalists. So what did he need? This is a good one. This is a good one because it's going to make you think a little bit because, again, why did he select it? All right, you got to break it down. Why did he select it? Does it say anything about it being in the middle of the country? Did it say anything about aircraft or the airport in general? Or did it say anything about the large package delivery service? So after reading that, maybe you have a little bit of an idea. Uh, federal, yeah, I'm looking at the last paragraph. Uh, and it has nothing in regards to that. But going back up to it, with this combination of his own planes and hub setup, he could get packages anywhere in the United States overnight. Uh, and he chose it. His strategy was to own his own places, schedules to ship packages through the hub city of Memphis. Yeah, so I guess what it is, is it resembles the spokes on the wheel of a bicycle. So it's right there and the spokes, obviously it comes out, right? So what's in the middle? There it is. So you guys could check it obviously on the next page. So let's go into number seven, the pronoun they in line 16. I don't even know where line 16 is, but let's see where I can find it. And I hope I do find it within probably the next 10 seconds or you guys are going to end up driving yourselves a crazy. Um, guys, to be honest with you, I just can't find it. I'm trying to look everywhere. And it sucks because obviously, you know, it says in line 16 over here and line 17 here, I know it should be in the third paragraph, uh, the paragraph, but I, oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. Let's read it out. He needed a fleet of aircraft to collect packages from airports, okay? Aircraft, collect packages from airports. Those are three different types of uh, pronouns, right? So let's keep it going. Every night and deliver them to Memphis where they were immediately sorted out and flown out to their destination. So what is sorted out and flown out to their destinations? Is it the aircraft? Is it the packages? Okay or the airports. Can the airports fly out to their own destinations? No. So let's go down here and let's choose the word, or I'm sorry, the pronoun they in line 16 refers to aircraft, packages, airports, or destinations. What's your answer? This is how you read it. You pick up, what you're gonna do here is in that sentence, pick out all the little pronouns, keep it with you, and go to they and look at a description that kind of correlates with one of those things that you kept, such as when I was doing the one, the two, the three, the airports, the packages, the, uh, the aircraft, see what I mean? And see which one makes sense in regards to that description that I read out in regards to, again, shipping them out to different areas, okay, and sort it out. Can you sort out aircraft or can you sort out packages? What's your answer? Now, it is not mentioned in the passage that in order to set up his company, Smith needed, now remember the list, what did he need? Okay, what did he need? He needed a fleet of trucks, he needed facilities and trained staff. Trucks, facilities, staff. What is not mentioned, Smith needed Airplanes, trucks, personnel, faculty. It's a little trickier. So with me saying those three, 
Which one is the odd one out? Let's go into number nine. How long did it take for, obviously, Federal Express to become profitable? Two months, one year, three years, six years. So we got to look in the last paragraph, right? When Federal Express began service in 1973 in 25 cities, the company was not an immediate success, but success did come with a relatively short period of time. The company lost 29 million in the first 26 months of operations. However, the tide was turned relatively quickly by late 1976, okay? So this is three years time. Federal Express was carrying an average of 19,000 packages per night and had, a, and had made a profit of 3.6 million. So from 1973, okay? First 26 months, lost a hell of a lot of money. But by 1976, they were profitable. So I'll say it again. Two months, hell no. One year, hell no. Is it three years or is it six years? Now, in the last one, which paragraph explains what made Smith's model effective? The first paragraph, the second paragraph, the third paragraph, or the fourth paragraph? That's what you're going to be looking at. Okay, so how was it effective? Now, the fourth paragraph, obviously not. We're, we're looking at the whole, we're, we're looking for the model, right? And how did it become effective? So is it going to be in paragraph two or in paragraph three, right? Again, process of elimination. You guys know how I do this. So in saying that, people, that is a breakdown of Federal Express. I hope you guys are understanding the techniques behind me doing this, because if you don't, that means a waste of my time. So in saying that, guys, man, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this video, this podcast. If you guys are interested in online coaching, you know, my Instagram page, obviously, Arsenio's ESL podcast, all of those links are in the description. Course will be debuting soon. And guys, thank you so much again for tuning in. I'm your crazy host as always, and you better stay tuned for more over and out.